0: The only way most people know to earn income is to take up employment. Almost everything we do to earn income requires that we put in some amount of effort and time. With employment, the amount of money we're able to make is directly proportional to the amount of time we put in, and that is because we have, um, and because we have um, uh, a limited amount of time the money we can make from employment is also limited. What I mean is, it doesn't matter how much you work or how much time you put in, the money that we make from employment will always have a limit. You cannot go beyond a certain amount of money at any point in time if you pick up employment. So the big question a lot of people are asking is, how are people, regular people like myself, themselves, how are they able to live and give their family the best uh, provision with the job they're having? How, what exactly are they doing to be able to provide a comfortable life for themselves and their family? Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. My name is Raila Mustafati Amu, and this is the startup HackingSecrets.com. Many of us had dreams when we are in the universities. The dream, we dream about the life we want to live, the car we want to ride, um, drive, the the, the house we want to live in, the kind of family we want to have. We had a dream and those dreams kept us going and we were so much uh, looking forward to graduating and getting a job. After graduation, if you're lucky enough, you get a job, you go into the, you get a job immediately and you start working and then you're so looking forward to your dreams. But if you're among the ones who after graduation have to spend a year, two years or whatever, still trying to find a job, you find that at the end of the day, not long after your graduation, your dreams will just start fading away and you're just desperate to make ends meet and live life. So if at the end of the day you find a job again, it's all you, 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 you begin to dream again, and that is that, that's for everyone, it's a beautiful time. So, once you get started and you start a job, we start working and we're getting paid and we're living our life. We realize that the money, the amount of money we're getting paid, is not really enough to, to actually buy the kind of dream that we're, we, we had. To give us the lifestyle we dreamt of, the the kind of cars we wanted to drive, drive, the 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 kind of house we wanted to live in. So again, in a way, it kind of you want to put in more effort. You're thinking, if I if I do more, if I put in more effort, I might be able to. Do. So it's like we're always running in that, um, in that cycle, trying to get more, trying to get more, trying to get more, and in trying to get more. We're putting in more time. So that's why you see a lot of people are working so hard, but things are still not working. So for me, I am not among, I'm, I, I don't, I don't really, I have nothing against somebody picking up, um, getting, going to get a job after their graduation. I think it's a good thing to do. I think we all need the experience. But where, where the problem is, is when we get stuck in that employment. You, you get a job. It's fine. You're getting paid for what you're doing. Yeah, that's fine, too, because this time around, at the beginning, I see it as a win-win situation. You're putting in a bit of experience that you have to get somebody else's job or dream, uh, to make somebody else's dream come true. And they are paying you for your time to do that. In doing that, you're also picking up experience because now you're working, you're doing it in real life. So you're picking up experience and this is something that will help you in a long while. So for me, I think once we have done time gathering the experience, the important thing to do is to move to the next level. But most people get stuck here. And how, why do they get stuck? Because they're one, they're either afraid... To move on, or the company they're working for keep bribing them to come back, keep bribing them to stay, and how do they bribe them? They increase their monthly earnings, they give them um, so called benefits, and they 're stuck there but and the problem with that is once you 're stuck in where you 're working it 's difficult to leave, and where you 're working. It's somebody else's dream that you're making to come true. Again, I don't have a problem with you helping somebody to make their, to, to see uh, their dream come true, to help them bring their dream to, to reality. But in doing so, especially if you have taken up a full-time job, you are letting go of your own dream. All the dreams that you have, you're letting it go. And unfortunately, by the time you get to realize it that you have actually let go of your dream to build somebody else's dream. It might be too late with the world we are in today. We can see a lot of people being laid off work. Machines are replacing, uh, humans. People are complaining. Migrants are coming in to take out. Forget migrants. Machines are taking over your jobs everywhere. So, for me, I think the smart thing to do, and that's why I'm saying, why don't you just take a just stop and think what exactly are you doing? Because whatever you're doing today, if you're in a job, again I don't have a problem with you being a job, but I do have a problem with you being stuck there and then complaining that life is not working for you as it's working for somebody else. Because you haven't made life to work for you. Don't get me wrong. Starting your own team, building your own dream, might not be. It will not be an easy ride. You have to start from somewhere. But if you don't start at all, that is where the problem is. That is where you never know if you would have done something out of it. And then you spend your the most productive time of your life building somebody else's dream. And when you get old, and you don't have that much energy anymore. They now send you parking. And then for some, if you're, if you're lucky enough, maybe they, 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 they give you pension, which is about 40% of what you were earning. So my question always is, if when you were here and hardy, you were really you, you had all the energy, you were earning 100%, it still was not enough to sustain you and your family, how then do you expect to live on about 40 50 or whatever percent they will be paying you when you retire? How do you survive on that? So my, the, the, the message on this podcast is for you to take a break and reassess what you're doing. Think about what you're doing. The work you're going, you you, you wake up early in the morning, you show up and put in some work. Are you building your dream or are you helping somebody else to build your dream? If you're, helping someone to build their dream and alongside building your own dream, then that is fine. But if you have completely forgotten about your dream and you're spending all your time building somebody else's dream, then I seriously, seriously uh, recommend that you consider what you're doing. Take a look at your life. Think what will life be 10, 20 years from now. Where will you be? And don't forget, as soon as someone younger comes along, They'll replace you in a bit. So, again, my take my my takeaway for you on this uh, podcast is that you take a break and think about where you are, what you're doing. Are you building your dream or are you building somebody else's dream? And inshallah, I was, uh, we'll, uh, I'll we'll continue this discussion in the next uh, podcast. Jazakumullah khairan for listening. alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. I know of people who are sick and tired of being sick and tired of the job they do, but they keep doing it anyway. For some, it's because they are afraid of the unknown and would rather stick to what they know and what they have than go for something else. I mean, I get it. I get it. We've got bills to pay. We've got family to feed. We've got house rents to pay. And a lot of things that people are paying for on a monthly or daily basis. So that's fine. I understand that. And they're, they're, there's another uh, group of people. For them, it's yes, they are ready to start a business for themselves, but they're not sure where to start. You know, they, 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 they're not sure what exactly to do. And even if they have an idea of what to do, they don't know how to take that forward. How to take the idea and start doing something. And there's this third category of people. They are waiting for the time to be perfect. They need everything to be in place. The perfect time to start. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. My name is Raila Mustafa Tiamu and this is StartupHackingSecrets.com. You see, many of us already have all the skills we need to become successful in our chosen field. Yes, we might need some training, additional training here and there, some uh, information just to uh, brush up what we already know and things like that. But the basic knowledge, the basic skills that we need to actually build a business, most of us, if not all of us, already have something. You might find this hard to believe, but hear me out. You see? Wherever you are right now, you have the skills that thousands, if not millions of people are looking for. You only need to check the search engines like Google or Yahoo or Bing or whatever. Or go to YouTube and watch videos and see what millions of people are watching. See the things people are posting out. How to lose weight in 10 days. How to make a samosa. How to... You cannot believe the number of how to videos that are out there. And those people who are putting them out, they are no experts. They are not um they don't have any PhD, they don't have any degrees. It's just them putting going out there and making videos about the things they know. And people have been able to make thousands, if not millions, out of those videos. So it's really not because the world we are in right now, the way people are learning, have changed drastically. People don't have to go to school to learn anymore. They don't have to learn from the so-called experts. We're all experts in our own right. And people have learned to the fact that for you to learn, you just need to find someone who knows a bit more than you or who know, already knows what you're looking for and uh, follow the first step of that person and then you're done. You're, you're good to go. So, like I said, you don't need to go get a certificate. You don't have to be perfect. You just need to be able to find out what skills you have. Something that you, you, that is second nature to you. Something that you do within. It really, you don't have to think about doing. You just do. And you love doing. This is, these are the kind of skills that are very easy to trans. Uh, you, you, by the time it's well polished, you can just make a business out of out of. I hear people saying creating a business out of their hobbies, so that is what. They, so wherever you are right now, you already have something that somebody is looking for. I I saw a video recently of a guy who had made million teaching people how to jump higher for their basketball uh, thing. So you 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 don't know. What people are looking for. There are over 7 billion people on the surface of the earth right now. And each and every one of them is looking for something. Believe me, let's let's just say 1% of that is looking for, what you know, forget 1%, a fraction of a fraction of that is looking for, what you know, imagine what that will mean to you if you already have a business. So there are thousands and millions of people out there who are already looking for you. But the problem is you're not there. So the truth is this. The only thing that is stopping you from taking the step to having your own business or creating your own business is you. And again, maybe it's because you're afraid. You don't know. You're not sure. And that's fine. So if you're afraid of leaving what you have, and I don't, I never advise anyone to, I will never recommend. I'm not in any position to, to advise. I'll never recommend that you leave your job and just jump into it. Yeah, people do it, but then you have to weigh what you have. It was what I did, but then I needed to weigh what I had. I could do it. That was why I did it. But if you were someone who actually depends on you build, the, the, the income that is coming in for you, your family depends on it, you depend on it, then my reco- my, what I would recommend is start something part-time. Start doing, building your own business part time, because that way, you're you're still doing something. You're moving forward rather than just leaving it and forgetting about it completely. Because when you do that, that is where the danger is. When you do that, the work that you have left your business for will someday let go of you. It will let go of you. The either is either it, 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 it will either be your 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 retirement age, and you have to let go. Or they found someone who is younger and better and uh, more energetic or got more the skills that they are looking for. And then they have to replace you or maybe the uh, company is not doing well. There must be a reason and then they have to replace you. So you have to find a way to start building your own thing. And if nothing convinces you, I think the recent happening with the shutdown in the United States. It's something that a lot of workers should think about. I mean, due to no fault of theirs in any way, shape, or form, they have. There's been a government shutdown, and they're they, they're not expecting to get paid. Some of them are even expected to work without pay. And uh, today I saw that they were actually having a protest, uh, and I was like, I, I I I felt for a lot of them. I mean, their families depend on this. They have done the job, but now they're being held hostage to this. So you don't want to be in that position. You don't want to give your family's livelihood. You don't want to give that power to anybody. You need to be able to pull yourself out of that. Yes, you have a job, but then you should have something. And that's why it's always recommended that we have more than one income uh, stream. Have something else coming in for you create, do, invest your money somewhere. If you can't do it yourself, invest it somewhere. If you're someone like me, then start building something. The bottom line is do something. Do not depend on the income that's coming in from your job. So that's my recommendation. If you're afraid to leave your job, don't. Don't leave your job. Find something and start doing, uh, creating your business part time. Now, the other group, people are those who are not sure where to start you don't have to be sure the reason why you're you're afraid to start without being sure is you're afraid to fail it's okay to fail and believe me you're going to fail you will fail it's okay to fail you need to fail to learn what to do not to fail because it's not that easy to just stumble upon uh, success you will have some ups and downs it will come so just do something. Learn from whatever you're doing. Let it be a learning process. Even though you're not starting it as a learning process, it will be a learning process. And you might be the lucky one who just start one thing and then it goes off and takes off like that. But again, if you don't start and you're waiting for when you will be sure, you'll never be sure. You will never be sure that is the right thing to do. So start it and it might just become successful if not then you've you gain the experience and you might go on to something else and that's fine and for the third category uh who is waiting for the perfect time it's never going to happen there is no perfect time perfect time will never come you either do it now or you don't do it at all it's never going to happen you're never going to be in a perfect situation and like they said you need to be bad at something to be good at it so where you are right now is the best stage you can be to start what you want to start. So here are my recommendations because I don't want this podcast to go on forever. I just want to uh, maybe push really to think about starting something for yourself. So here are some of my recommendations. The first thing you need to do is list out your skills. Get a piece of paper write out the skills that you know the things that you do without even thinking of doing them it could be writing it could be talking it could be making somebody's hair it could be cooking whatever it is that you think you're doing it could be a very uh insignificant something you might consider very insignificant, or something that you might consider very very uh, uh whatever something very maybe large or big or whatever Anyhow, just list out your skills and then choose one. When you choose one, I'll now recommend you go to startuphackingsecrets.com and get a free copy of The Expert Secret. It's a book that allows you to turn your skills, talent, ability into a business that will work for you. So again, go get a list. Write out your skills, maybe about five or ten or how many you think you have. Then take a deep look at all of them and choose one. When you do that, or first of all, go go to startuphackingsecrets.com, download and get a free copy. I mean, get a free copy. Order for a free copy of the expert secret. You can get it free, but the cheap uh, the shipping is. Uh, you pay for the shipping. The book itself is free uh, on that website you can get it for free so order for that and by the time it comes you you will have chosen your skill the one from the the list that you have and it will when, when you are going through it it should take you it's like a roadmap that will help you turn that skills that you already have into a business that will work for you and I hope that um uh by listening to this, you have been kind of motivated to want to take a look at starting something for yourself. And I hope uh, it's beneficial for you and for me to have said it. And uh, I pray that Allah guide us in whatever we do, whatever decision we make and put Barakah in all our fears. And inshallah, tomorrow I will continue this uh, uh, talk on how to Giving you some uh, tips and uh, information on starting up a business and what you can do to actually uh, kick it off immediately and get going. May Allah put barakah in Afia. Salamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. One of the many frustrations of starting a business is knowing where to start from or what to start with. It's one thing to get to a point where you're convinced that you need to start something for yourself that you need to stop trading all the time you have for money and building something for yourself that will, in future, now start giving you money without you having to put in more time. And it's another thing, knowing where to start that business from. Assalamu warahmatullahi wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is Raila Mustafa Tiamu, and you are on StartupHackingSecrets.com. Uh, before I go into... The things that you need to do when starting a business. I quickly just want to apologize up front. If you can hear from my voice, I do have a cough and uh, I might cough at some point in this podcast and I want to apologize uh, beforehand. So now let's go into it. Not having a clear idea of what business to start can be the beginning of the end to a business. In this episode, inshallah, we're going to expose 10 things people do to start a successful business. When you want to start a business, among the things you hear people tell you or among the advice people will give you is that you do your market research and uh, write your proposal or business plan. And yes, these things are good. These things are what you should do. But the way it is being, it is put forward to most people, it kind of looks really complicated. And sometimes at the point of the business plan writing is where some people will just drop the whole thing and move on. So starting a business does not really have to be as complicated as that. You can actually have your business plan without having an expert with a PhD writing out, some 10, 20, 30 pages of uh, things that you really don't, you can't transform into actions. But for ordinary people who are everyday people like you and I, what we just do is have a list. You grab a piece of paper and follow the steps I'm about to list out to you. So the first thing you want to do, like I mentioned, grab a piece of paper and list out the things that you are good at doing. Just list out those things that you know you're good at doing, the things that you enjoy doing, the things that comes to you naturally, the things that you just do without having to think about them. A lot of us have more than one skills, and we we do things, we do a lot of stuff. Sometimes we don't even consider them as something that we have done. We just do them because they come naturally to us. So write those things down, those things that you do, in such fashion, write them down. Then the next thing you want to do is sit down and analyze this list. It could be four, five, ten. it doesn't matter. Now take a good look at each of those things on your list. What are they? For each of them, do you really enjoy doing them? How good are you at doing them? How much does it take from you when you do it? Do you see it as something you enjoy doing? Or do you do it as a, after you, you just do it because you know how to, but it's not something that you find pleasure in doing. The reason why I'm saying you need to look at this is because a lot of times people, there, there are opinions on what business to start. Should you start something you're passionate about? Or should you just start anything that you know, you don't really have to be passionate about what you're doing. For me, I, from my own experience, Because when I was starting off, I I heard these two opinions. Some were saying, just do something. You can always read about it on the internet. And once you start it, any information you want, you can go online and find it. And some other people were saying, do something you know about, something you're passionate about. And I actually tried both and I realized that the one I was passionate about was something I was able to take forward. The one I wasn't passionate about when I came to a roadblock, I just like, "Mm," I left it and I let it go. So what I'm saying here is take a good look at what you have in your list and list out that one thing that you're really passionate about, that you do without thinking, that you're good at doing and you enjoy doing. That is what I want you to list out. Now, put that thing Highlight it or write it somewhere. That is what we want to run with here. Now the third step you want to do is You want to look at when you do this thing that you have picked out this particular skill or activity that you do that you have listed what problems are you solving with it? So if you write it out somewhere, maybe on the back of this piece of paper Write out what problems you normally solve with it, what, what problems come about that you're called to do, or what problems do you see that you have to put, do that activity or action? What solution, what results do you get when you solve that problem? And then the third thing that I want, the fourth thing now that I need you to do after you have listed that out, is for you to go about and read about this thing. Go online, buy books, watch videos. You need to read more about that particular skill, that particular thing. You need to read a lot about it. You want to find out what other people are saying about it. want to see other views, other perspective regarding that issue. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Visit forums. Go to... Uh, Facebook groups go to other groups on online, buy books, read books, read articles about that particular subject, so that you have a wider view, a wider opinion. You see what people are talking about, what people, uh, uh, how people are addressing the issue, what problems people are bringing forward regarding that particular uh, topic. And what solutions are experts in that field? What solutions are they giving to their problems? You want to see these, you want to list it out, and you want to see commonalities, you want to see uh, things that are, um, the things that are more in that, the the things people are talking about in that uh, field. What? particular thing, what fo- what what is the focus of the people regarding that particular subject. That is one thing I need you to be able to identify. And once that is done, the next step, which is step five, that you need to do, is to now write out clearly what results do you want to get. You have listened or watched or read what people are complaining about, what problems people are having in that field what solutions expert are, uh, are given, what results they are getting. Now you want to state, your own uh, step now is to state out what results you want to get. As an individual, what do you want to get out of this? What results do you want to get? It, it has to be clearly stated. This is a very, very important state because if you're not clear about the results you want to get with what you're doing, then there's really no point of going forward. So this stage needs to be clearly stated. I want to get this. It has to be a statement. So the next step you want to, uh, step six is um, what will you do to get the result? Now you want to list that out too. What is it that you will do that will help you get the result that you have uh, written down in step five? Now, step seven is you want to pick a platform and uh, that you want to uh, start give, uh, putting out your messages so that you can actually uh, get the results that you're, you're, you're looking to get. Because at the end of it all, if you don't reach out to people and start getting people to come to you for your advice or recommendation or products based on that topic you have uh, chosen, then there's really no business. So you want to pick a platform. You want to find out where are people hanging out. That your audience, where are they hanging out? Where can you reach people? So, And it depends on what medium you want to use. Do you want to reach them by blogging? Are those people on blog sites? Are they on YouTube? Do you want to reach them... By doing YouTube videos, do you want to reach your audience via facebook uh, post or Facebook live, or is it on are they on Instagram? You need to find out this and find out where your audience are and begin to reach out to them. The way to reach out to them is the previous step we mentioned how do you what will you do? Will you be blogging? will you be uh putting out videos? Will you be putting out trainings, stuff like that? So based on this, you go to the media, you pick a platform, and the important thing about picking a platform is you need to be consistent. So you don't want to do something today and wait two, three months later, then come back to it, and maybe in, in six months' time, you you need to be consistent because what you're trying to do here is you're trying to build a follow, a follower. Uh, you're trying to build uh, an audience. You're trying to catch people' attention. People's attention. You're trying to bring them to your space. You're trying to tell them, "Hey, hello, here. I'm here. I can I can provide solutions to the, to this problem." Because when people don't know you, they won't come to you. And if they don't trust you enough to to provide solutions to their problems, they won't pay you. They won't give you money. So that is the reason why you need to be out there and you pick you need to pick a platform you can't be everywhere so pick one two or three and be consistent with it now doing this alone can actually help you get to where you're going and then the next stage that you want to do is now build on all the things we have talked about and that is the next phase to get to this phase, you must have done all this. so. This is you preparing yourself, doing all the groundwork and all the background work. And now, <coughs> excuse me, you are now putting yourself out there and you want to reach out to people. So the next step you want to do is become a reporter. So because nobody knows you, nobody trusts you right now, you're not an expert, So people are not very comfortable with you nobody knows what you can provide for them so they might not you you will not be able to get enough people to actually give you money for whatever services you're rendering i'm not saying you will not but it will be really difficult to do that so what you want to do in the next step is you want to put yourself out there as a reporter and what do i mean I mean you become a middleman become b- between the experts and the seeker of information. You come to the platform, you bring information, you tell them that people are talking about these issues. Go get an expert to come address them. So you interview an expert on the issue people are talking about or the problem they're trying to solve. Or find a YouTube video that talks about it. Explain it to people and refer them to that video. Find Programs become an affiliate to those programs and direct people, just summarize it and direct people to it. And that way, they begin to trust your judgment. And the thing about this is, you need to get real value for people, you need to provide them with good information. Not just there are a lot of information out there, and you don't want to bother people with things that are of no benefit to them. So, you want to dig your position your 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 uh the character you're taking on right now is that of a reporter and before you report something you must have done your own investigation and be sure that what you're reporting is the fact. So the same thing you're taking up here. You go online, you find experts, you are sure that they know what you're talking about. Or you bring in an article, you're recommending an article or a blog or a vlog Whatever you're recommending, you're sure that it has worked for people. People who are watching it are getting the results that it promises. Now you're recommending it to the people you're calling, the people in your space. People begin to watch it and they begin to trust your judgment. That way you're bridging the gap. So anytime they think about that topic, they're likely to think about you. You're positioning yourself as an expert, now, the other thing you're trying to do here is you're finding your voice. You're building your own confidence because by doing this, you're learning more about that thing. You're adding to your knowledge. You're expose, expanding your, uh, the little the thing that you know. You're adding to it and it's becoming more. So this way, you're building yourself as an expert. And another, the next step you want to do is make sure that you make sure you document this process, this process you're going through from the very beginning to the stage, ensure that you're documenting, you're putting it down, you're documenting every process. Because by stage, step seven, you've already gotten to a stage where you start talking and maybe promoting uh, some affiliate product and you're getting some results here and there. But this time around, you want to move on to the next phase. You want to make a lot more. So to do that, you need to be the expert. And to be the expert, you have to be able to quickly bridge that gap between uh you and your audience. Being a reporter is a very good way of doing that. So and like I said, by doing this, you're building your confidence, your finding your own voice in that space because by interviewing uh the experts you're learning from them you're putting out your opinion people are listening to you and when you uh, when you bring them in for interview their own uh, followers are also listening in so in a way they are beginning to know you so you're exposing your yourself and uh in a good way in a good way of course so you want to document this process you want to document your progress and then finally, you want to come out as an expert by helping people get the same results that other experts are getting by helping them to get. So these are the <coughs> ten things, ten steps. Excuse me. That I most uh, people who don't have to go and write lengthy business plan. This is a very easy plan for anyone who wants to build something to follow, and i 'll just quickly run through that again. The step one is list out what you 're good at. Step two is um, choose one of them, the one that you enjoy doing. Step three is what problem does that solve, and what result do you get with it. Step four is to read more about it and become um, get a lot other perspective uh, on that uh, topic. Step five is to clearly state out what results you want to get from it. Step six is for you to write out the step, what you need to do to get the results. Step seven is to pick a platform and be consistent in your delivery. Step eight is you become a reporter. Step nine, document the process. And step 10, become an expert by helping people get results. So these are some of the things or ways that people who want to start a business, these are things that they do that actually put them on the right path to success. People do a lot of things, but I'm assuring you that if you do this and follow this strictly, then you have actually built a sound foundation for your business uh, progress. And if you want to learn more about this, I'll recommend that you visit Startuphackingsecret.com and get the free book on the uh, Espart Secrets book. It's free. You only need to pay for shipping and it will give you all this that I've talked about and a lot more. It teaches, it gives you information on how you can use your hobby, your, uh, your skill, how you can transform down the, the skills that you have, how you can transform it into a business. Actually works for you, so I hope that this have uh, you have been able to benefit from what I have said. I hope I pray that Allah makes it beneficial for you, and uh, for me that have said it too. And I pray that Allah put barakah in what you do and what I do. And inshallah, tomorrow we we'll continue with this episode on helping uh, startup entrepreneurs build their businesses online. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. billahi minash rajim Rahim. Success means different things to different people. For some, it is having a peaceful, happy family life. Others might define success as being able to reach the top level in their chosen career. For some, it is being able to live a healthy life throughout. While others might see success as being able to raise their children, send them to universities and see them graduate, see them getting married and things like that. People define success based on the way they were brought up on their belief and things like that. So, But the bottom line is there's this general understanding about success where you have a lot more people see success in this term. And that is having a lot of money to spend and living life to its, at its peak. Whatever definition of success that you have, one thing is clear. Success does not happen by chance. It is a process. And inshallah, in this episode of Startup Hacking Secrets podcast, we will look at the fundamental tool you need to become a successful entrepreneur. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. My name is Railu Mustafa Tiamu, and this is StartupHackingSecrets.com. According to Small Business Association, 30% of new businesses fail during the first two years. 50% will fail during the first five years while 66% of businesses will fail in their first 10 years. Other studies have it that 9 out of every 10 startups will fail. Now, whatever statistics you want to go with, the bottom line is a large number of businesses will fail in their early years. That means most businesses don't last long. They don't make it for a long time. But if you are in this for a long time, then you need to know what does it take? What is it that people who have been in business beyond 10 years 20, 30 years, and even hand over the business to their generations. What is it that they have? What do they do? So in this episode, like I mentioned, I want us to look at the key thing that people have. There are a lot of it, but there's just particular underlining thing that everyone can have to make sure that you have a business that lasts for long. And by the way, I wasn't giving you statistics to scare you or Uh, deter you from starting your business, but for you to be aware, it is good for you to have the right understanding of what you're going into before you go into it so that when you get into it, you're not caught unawares and going into a business, starting a business, you need to be prepared to fail. You need to embrace your failure and see how you can move forward with it. Not failing is not part of a successful journey. You have to fail. Ask for from a lot of um successful entrepreneurs who have made millions and become billionaires uh in, in what they are doing. They will have they will tell you they have failed a number of times, ten, twenty, depending on they have failed over and over again. So failure is part of this process. Failure is a major part of a process to success. And we need to learn to embrace it. The only way to do that is to have that tool that I was talking the fundamental. If you start with the right thing, which is the belief, the belief that others have been successful, you will be successful. Now, belief alone does not do it, but it is key. It is a main major thing that you need to have to be successful. Without it, you can't go far. You won't go far. Without it, you have nothing. Without it, when you get to the first obstacle, you're just going to give up. Uh, I mean, statistics say a lot of people fail anyway. So, But with that belief, yes, you know statistics says a lot of people fail. But this time around, you believe. I believe I'm not one of those people who are going to fail. Yes, this is a drawback, but I'm going to move on with it. So you use your failure as a stepping stone, as the energy to push you forward. And with the belief, you can do that. Now, to have that kind of belief, you need to have the right mindset. Because like the saying go, your mindset will lead you to success. And if you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't. I mean, it's just, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. If you think you can be successful, you can be successful. And if you think you can't be successful, you're absolutely right. You won't, you cannot be successful. So, for you to be in this game long enough you need to have a strong belief and what that belief will do for you is help you negate all the negative belief that you have the negative feelings about yourself the cannot do the the, the things that you the, the inadequacy that you see of yourself we all have it i'm not good enough i can't speak i'm not a good speaker i'm not a good writer i'm not a good i'm not good at uh, marketing I say that all the time. I'm not good at this. I'm not good at that. But at the end of the day, nobody was born with these skills. We all learn them and then we become good at them. And like the saying goes, you have to be bad at something to be good at it. So I believe I can be successful. I learn to become successful. I see what successful people are doing. And I believe I can do what they're doing. All I need to do is replicate what they're doing. Like they say, if you want to become successful, find someone who has already become successful and do what they are doing. Just follow what they are doing. So when I see a successful person, I see what he or she is doing. I believe I can do that. And I start doing that. I just start replicating what they're doing. I model the things they do. And that will lead me to the path of success. It might not be a smooth ride. It's going to be like a roller coaster ups and down, going up and down. But the bottom line is, every single roadblock is bringing me closer, closer to where I'm going. So I'm moving away from where I was at and now moving towards my goal, which is to become a successful entrepreneur. So when you have that core belief, it's it helps you to go far in this business, in this game. You need to be able to believe in yourself. There's a lot of negative things we've heard about ourselves, about our family, about our generations when we're all growing up. Uh, your family is not uh, in your family. You don't have uh, marketers. You people are just uh, workers You're, whatever it is that you have been told or you're not a good speaker, you're not good at writing, you're not good at this, you're not good at that. When you, and this belief will shape you as you grow up. So now you need to change that mindset. You need to have a new belief that I want to become an entrepreneur. I, and I want to become a successful entrepreneur. It's not going to be easy. It might not happen in the first year. It might not happen in the second year. It might not even happen in the first five, six years. But the bottom line is it will happen at some point. If you stay long enough in the game, good things happen. So the takeaway from this podcast is for you to believe in yourself and believe that you can be successful. People who have done it and they... They weren't born with the skill. They're not better than you in any way. They have only polished what they've got or learned new skills and make it better. You don't have to learn all the skills. You just have to learn the few ones you need to become better. I recently just started making videos and podcasts and I know I'm not good at it. I'm trying to become better. I'm I'm trying to do it every other day, if not every day. And at some point, I'm... I'm growing. I'm becoming better than this. The one I do today w- was better than the one I did at the very beginning. And it will continue like that. I needed to do this to grow my business. And apart from that, I need to grow. I need the stage to grow. So also, I believed I, I had to come to the level where I believe that people are doing it. I can do it. And it was when I got to that level that I started doing it. I also recently started doing YouTube videos which I have been told to do a long time ago, I'm going to like, no, I can't do it. I can't be in front of the camera. I can't, I can't. And I didn't. But when I re- uh, re- uh, positioned my belief, I had to change my belief and had a new mindset. Yes, I can. People are doing it. I can do it. And I went there and I did it. So it's the same thing. You need to change your belief and say, Yes, I can. Because the, as long as you keep saying to yourself, I can't, I can't, believe me, you can't, you won't. And the moment you start changing, I can't, so I can, then you begin to. And that is where the key to success lies. So, inshallah, the message that I wanted to pass on today is for you to have the belief that yes. If I want to start up something, I want I I will be successful. I want to be successful. I will be successful. I can be successful. Believe that you can be successful. And that belief with action, inshallah, will get you to where you're going. And uh, I pray that Allah put barakah and success in all that we do. And grant us the right belief and the right uh, mindset to do what we need to do. May Allah open the door of knowledge and blessings for us. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. A'uz bin lahim shaitan rajim. Bismillah Have you ever wondered why some people achieve success quickly, while it takes others many years to get somewhere? When starting a business, we all have high hopes and expectations of what and where we want our businesses to be after a couple of years. Somehow, we never seem to get there. While we're struggling to reach and maintain our very first earning targets, some people within a very short time have actually reached and exceeded our widest imagination. I was recently exposed to a concept that gave me the "haha" moment, a concept that exposed the insight that gave me an insight into why and how some people are able to fast forward their success, while some of us are stuck doing the same thing over and over again, trying to make, go past where we are, but never seems to get there. Assalamu alaikum wa wa My name is Raila Mustafa Tiamu, and this is Startup Hacking Secrets Podcast. When I started building my business, one of the sole purpose for doing that was so that I can build something that will bring in residual income. I was frustrated with the idea of having to go to work every day and being paid at the end of the month, and then the money that is just leaving living pay, by paycheck and never seems to make ends meet. Every time I look at people who live this life, it kind of frustrates me, and I was thinking, I really don't want to live my life like this. So I was always looking for a way out. And the minute I heard about the concept of residual income, I was totally bought over. So I started my business to build something that will earn me income day in, day out, month in, month out, without me having to put in extra work. And Alhamdulillah, I mean, in 2012, when I actually found something that I wanted to do, I decided to go online and I started working online. I built I, it took me about two to two, two and a half years to actually build something that was earning me um, yeah, a considerable amount of monthly income. It was okay, and I was happy with it. But then fast forward later, it came to a year about more than that. And I knew that I needed to increase what I was getting, increase my earnings, and make something that was much more better than that. I needed to get to the next level. So I thought the best way to do that was to go and do exactly what I did before. But then the problem was the more I was doing, the less I was getting results. It was really frustrating. I tried to do everything that I did when I was building the business, but I just wasn't moving ahead of that. The more I was putting in, the less I was getting. It was like the days were not long enough anymore for me to do the things that I needed to do. There was no time that the time was, was too short, everything. I was really, really frustrated. I, I, I didn't know what to do, but sometimes I was just let it go. Like maybe this is not for me and I'll just stick to what I was earning. But then I knew that I, if I was able to get to this level, I should be able to break this barrier and move up to the next level. And I kept searching, kept trying different things. Okay, maybe this is the new thing in town. Maybe this is, you know, the way we run around. Okay, the next shining objects have been all over the place. But alhamdulillah, recently, not so recent, I came across the concept that was the aha moment for me. And that is the concept of the who and not the how. What do I mean? When I started building my business, I didn't know anything about building an online marketing business. So I needed to learn. And every training that I bought, every video that I watched, every book, podcast that I listened to, every book that I read, everything that I, that I, that I had to buy, the resources that I had, just to find out something that I needed to do to make, build my business, all was something that I did for myself. I found them out by myself, maybe via listening to a video or watching a uh, a video or listening to a podcast or reading a blog. And every single step I was trying out myself. It was, I didn't know what to outsource or what not to outsource. So I was doing everything by myself. So I, I was used to doing them and I got used to doing them along the way. And that was how I built my business. It was for me it was something an experience i can i could not describe from knowing absolutely nothing about the industry to actually earning a considerable amount of money that was really good enough for me but then in scaling up i went back to do the same thing and i thought i could do the same thing be the, be the um graphic design be the web designer be the script writer be the editor be i was everywhere and all over the place. So this was slowing me down in trying to upgrade what I was doing in trying to scale up what I was doing. There are so many other things that I needed to do so many things that I had to do. And sometimes some of them, yes, most of them I do know how to do, but then the problem was I couldn't, I didn't, there was not enough time to do all of them. So when I move away from doing certain things, doing other things, it kind of dragged me down. It it, it kind of like, um, though it's quite relevant to what I want to do, but then at the same time, it's put the main thing on hold because I needed to get that done. And for the things that I didn't know how to do, I had to go and learn how to do them, then come back to do them. So this was actually put in a lot of uh, time to waste, if I would put it that way because now i'm learning to do new things that i didn't know how to do before maybe if i do a video how do i edit the video i have to learn video editing how to shoot a video it was becoming it was becoming really really troublesome and really really frustrating so when i heard about this concept the who and not the how it was like subhanallah this is what i should have been doing the thing is i should have been I should have a list of all the things I wanted to do and find out which of them I needed to outsource. And when I learned about this concept, that was exactly what I did. I had to now list out the things that needed to be done, which of these I can do by myself or I should, there are most of them I can, but which even if I can, which of them should I spend my time on? And from, What I understood, I should focus on, I should only focus on uh, revenue generating activities. And every other thing that is not directly going to bring in revenue should be outsourced. And until I got that, that was when the whole thing started making sense that, yes, I didn't have to be in 100 different places at the same time. Now I can pull uh, the work that normally takes me like a month. It can now take me like a week to get done. And that will help me fast forward what I wanted to do. But then even with that, there was this conflict that I had within myself. Yes, if I outsource this, which is, I'm sure a lot of us who are like myself, the DIY people. We find it very difficult to ask other people to do things for us. And then we're thinking, can they really do it the way I want it done? Will this, will it be perfect? Will it turn out the way I, these are all things that we worry about. And then when, because we're worrying so much about them, thinking we, we, we can do these things better, we get distracted. And at the end of the day, we never seem to achieve what we have to, to get things done. So there was something that I needed to be able to come over, uh, overcome something that I needed to psych myself. I, I had to tell myself, you know what, there are people who are better. You, you you're not the best. You're not even close to the best, uh, graphic designer. There are people who do these things twenty four seven. There are people who design websites twenty-four-seven. There are people whose job is to do SEO. There are people whose job is to just pull run traffic to to Facebook ad to to, to website. These are people who are experts in their own field. So for me, I should find of the things that I needed to do. I just needed to point out the things that I'm extremely good at. Focus on those things and I'll sort all the and forget how they turn out. I should, I should learn to be able to outsource to the best of people. So I wouldn't have to bother about them. Turning, because by then they will turn out better than what I would have done by myself. So that was something that I needed to do and had to overcome. And I mean, like I said, it was, it, for me, it, it was profound. Because th- this was like a game changer for me. Things that will normally take a week that takes me like a month, a month plus, And sometimes at the end of the day, I ended up not doing it at all because it has taken so much time. Now I can now restructure and get things done faster and get things done quicker. And that way I can put out things that I want to put out, the products I'm planning to do, the website I'm planning to, to, to put up or whatever it is I was trying to do, the training I'm trying to pull together, whatever I want to do. Uh, the bottom line is, be able to find out what are the things that needed to be done and who are the people that you need to look out for to do these things for you so the concept of the who and not the how it's something that I think every entrepreneur whether you're just starting out or you've been on the business for a while should really look into because that way you can it will it will help you quickly put out things and quickly build your business. And this concept is so powerful that even when you don't have time at all to do the things like a lot of people will say, well, I really want to build a business but I don't have time. I have my nine to five job. If you understand the concept of the who and not the how, you can actually build not one, not two, multiple stream of income without by just knowing who are the right people to outsource these things to and get the minimum uh just focus on the revenue generating activities which will take not too much of your time so inshallah I hope um, my, with this little uh, rant of mine you've been able to understand, I've been able to like make the case that it is important for you to understand the who and not the how. Because by understanding that, if you're just starting out, then it's good for you. If you've been in a business for a while like me, it's also good for you, because at every point in time we need to, we need to develop, and every little information that is key will help us grow our business faster and better. So the concept for me, I thought it was an idea worth sharing, because it, 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 it was a big game changer for me, and I hope that Allah make it a, a beneficial. Uh, knowledge that we have uh, achieved to help build our businesses and every other thing that we need to do. It's not just some businesses in every other part of your life so that we don't get stressed, we don't get tired, we don't really wear ourselves out easily like we normally do. Once we understand the concept of food, there are some things we should delegate to other people to do. It helps us to actually get people involved and help others develop and bring out the skills and people around us when we're able to delegate things to other people. And that will also give us time to relax and ease the stress and have less burden on ourselves. So once again, I say that Allah make this a beneficial knowledge for every single one of us. Put Barakah in what we do. And hopefully uh, I'll, catch you, I'll catch up with you in the next uh, podcast. Salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Uh, With the way things are going, I think a lot of people are beginning to look inwards to see what is it they can do for themselves. There's no job security anymore. It doesn't matter the kind of job you hold or the kind of work you're in. Uh, As long as you're not in it for yourself, uh, it's not that secure. So people are beginning to rethink their way of earning and start looking for things to do. So that leads to... A lot of new businesses start, starting up and people starting to do things. And of late, I have noticed that the number of um, f- ads Facebooks are beginning to show me regarding how to start a business, how to earn money online. And even when you're on YouTube, you find that a lot of the time, if you're not a premium subscriber, there's so much ads coming on. Depending on what you do on the internet, they kind of Send you ads that are related. So it's no surprise that I'm getting ads about how to start a business or how to uh, Get started online and one of the things as a, an online marketer myself. I have been I am aware of um, Informations that are online out there the information overload people being bombarded with different kind of things and even when you're searching for something you're not even sure what to search for anymore because and even when you search and you look at, it, you're not sure which one is right, which one is wrong, which one will lead you to where you're going, which one will not just be a waste of your time. And for a while now, what I do is try to bring these uh, resources, uh, the ones that I have used or that I'm aware people have used or have gone through and realized that yes, when you use this, it will be of benefit to you. I try to bring them in form of. Uh, like a review to show people and tell them if you're trying to do this why don't you use this material if you're trying to use it, this material will help you get there faster rather than you wasting your time so in this video inshallah what i plan to do is really talk about how to start a business if you're looking to start a business what exactly do you have to do assalamualaikum wa wa my name is Rail mustafa tiamu and this is startup hacking secrets I took my search of um, how to uh, start a business. I went to Google just to find out, have an idea of how many people are actually searching. I remember I did the same search when I was trying to start my business online. My own search was actually how to start a business online. So the results I got was for how to start a business online. The average monthly search from Google was uh, 1,300, 135,000 searches. Starting a business has 45,000. How to start your own business, 22,200. How to start a business from scratch had about 1,600 and a lot it's like that, there were a long list, but I just I, let me not bore you with too much details. But with all this, there are also a lot of information out there there are videos, there are blogs, there are audios, most information out there on how to start the business. And what this does, just as the information helps you to learn something, another thing it does is it overwhelms the person who is searching. And the problem with that is when you're bombarded with over- information overload, you become confused. And you're not sure what what to do. You don't know which way to go. So, um, but the thing that is, I'm sure if you have been searching that will come up to you, that is common among um, the things they tell you Wherever you go looking for how to start a business is that for you to start a business, you have to have a business idea, you do your market research, you incorporate your business, write a business plan, you finance the business, you develop your product or services, you start building your team, and then you start getting some sales. It's really uh, kind of funny because start getting sales. Well, the reason why we go into business is to make sales and then start earning profit. But if you look at this list, this actually is a shortened list. I, I kind of removed some things just. By these are the main thing that is written out there so they tell you to start getting sales after you've done done all this so you wonder when do you start making profits so for me that is kind of a problem but just to be clear this is also what i did but the problem with this is that you don't start making profits immediately it's it's and it's kind of there are hundreds and one of businesses that you can do but Whatever you do, whatever business you go into, and you follow the, uh, the uh, steps that i just shown you, whether you go into domestic and household services and your private those services, or you have an idea of um, becoming a business professional, uh, and you're giving uh, business uh, ideas, uh, you're into animal related business and you're like maybe dog walking or whatever. If you go that step that we're talking, at the end of the world, the only thing that happens is that you will only start making profit when you start making sales. So that means you have to put everything on that list in place before you start making sales. And One of the things I ask people is this. I always ask, what exactly do you want to do? Do you want to start a business or do you want to start generating revenue? Because uh, for me, there's a difference. And honestly, I used to think they are the same. And I'm sure you're thinking, what's she talking about? But the truth is, if you really look at it, they're not the same. Starting a business, you have to go through the steps I showed you earlier on which is quite different from generating revenue. Generating revenue is at the bottom list of when you actually focus on starting a business. A business itself is a system that supports what generates your revenue. So when you want to start a business, or uh, when we say we want to start a business, I'm sure what at the back of our mind, what we truly, what, what were we actually saying is that we want to start generating revenue. But with the problem with the way we have listed when you start a business is when you start it. You start spending money right away. You have to pay somebody to do your business plan. You have to pay You have to pay for a lot of the, all those things, incorporating your business or you have to go get money from somewhere. You loan money from the bank. You get money from family and friends. And then you have to make sure that you you're cont- you continuously manage that. You keep it going. You keep that system going before you finally start bringing in customers, trying to bring in the and uh, start making profit. That is not sustainable. That can't be sustainable. And that's why a lot of business die in their very first five years some will that even happen to last that long but most business die before this so my question the real thing is like i said the real thing at the back of people's mind is they want to start generating revenue so how do you generate revenue to start generating revenue what you need is a funnel what is a funnel you ask a funnel is a revenue stream that takes you from breaking even or to becoming profitable. So, when you put a funnel in, in place, immediately, almost immediately, you start generating profit. But when you start building a business, it takes a while for you to start generating profit. So, if you're starting off and what you have in mind is to generate revenue, I will tell you forget about starting the business right now and focus on, generate, uh, on, on on creating a funnel. Because a funnel will actually bring in the revenue. When you now start generating your revenue, you can now start thinking of building a business, which is putting a system in place that will actually help you maintain that revenue generating that you, you've put in place. Now whether you're just starting off or you already have a business. So if you already have a, you're just starting off, a funnel is where you want to start. You don't want to dig into going to start a business. But if you already have a business in place and you're thinking it's doing well, yes, a lot of people start and they still, they're still able to make it. But now you're thinking of growing your business. I would recommend again that the secret to growing and scaling your business is a funnel. So again, what you need is a funnel. And the thing about funnels is that it will help you to make more money from a single person that enters your funnel that you will normally naturally make from other means. So that is one of the reasons you need a funnel. So why is a funnel important for you that you are starting a business? If you, are start, if you want to start somewhere, you want to start generating revenue, you need a funnel because with a funnel, you don't need to write a business plan. Think about it, a lot of people say they want to start a business and immediately you tell them to start, to go write a business plan. They get stuck at that stage and they never move forward. So you, you either let go of your dream or you just put something together that at the end of the day won't work. And even there are some business plans, after writing it, you don't go back to it anymore. So you just move ahead. Another thing is that with a funnel, you don't have to go get loans. They say go get business loans, everybody's promoting uh, business loans, small business loans. And you get a loan, you don't make profit, you're still in debt. So, but with a funnel, you don't have to do that. Well, or whatever, you can start with a very little and you start generating income revenue uh, immediately. And the process of funnel. It doesn't matter what product or services you're in, your uh, your 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 you have. It doesn't matter the industry you're in. Doesn't matter the price of your product or service. It doesn't matter if your business is online or offline. Every successful business has some kind of funnel in place. As long as you're in a sale, what you need is a funnel. So how do you start building funnels? Very good question. Like I said, what I do is I try to bring to you, the things that I know that have worked for me or that I have seen work for others. And there are a lot of places you find a lot of information out there that tells you, okay, build a funnel. They tell you about funnel, but they sound good on paper. Most of them, when you go try to practice them and put them in practice to actually get them to work for you, they don't. And that again is frustrating. You would have spent your time and money and it's all, go. they all go to waste too one of the things i would recommend that i was on that was profitable and beneficial for me and every other person there were a lot of good testimony is what we call the one funnel away challenge it is um it is a framework that actually helps you put in place 80 percent of what you need to do to get your business off and going and have a successful business it's a 30-day step-by-step process to building your very first funnel, it will not build your business for you, but to show you how to go about building your very first funnel. The first there is of like I said is a thirty days thing, but there is a first uh, one week of pre training where they give you help you um, with what is called the mindset, tell you about belief, what you need to believe, what you need to understand about being an entrepreneur. After then, you go through the first week where they talk about the hook. How you get create your hook, your story, and offer. Every single funnel out there has a hook, story, offer. Everything you see that is a sell uh, pitch or a sales letter has a hook, story, offer. So they tell you how to about this hook, story, offer. They also take you through how to create your own hook and your story. They t- go take you through uh, how to build a funnel and how to launch it and start making profit. And like I said, it's a step by step thing that will take you. All through the journey. So the purpose of the One Funnel Away Challenge is to help you get your first funnel off the ground. So you're not running around. You're not even if you don't know anything about online marketing or offline marketing, you don't have no knowledge of any business. With the one funnel away challenge, they take you step by step, every single step. They tell you what to do, you're giving assignments, worksheets, so that you can actually do this by yourself. And by the time you're done, you have your first funnel ready to start making revenue so what next what I want to do with this just so you really understand what I'm talking is take you through the 30 days or lessons of the one funnel away challenge so you really understand what I'm telling you if you want to build a funnel the one funnel away challenge I have been on the challenge so I know what I'm talking about so I'll just break it down for you I'm not gonna give you every details but I can break it down for you what you do if you are interested. If you go there, you find out that it is the the funnel guy, the king of funnel himself and his students, the people he has taught who are now successful in the funnel business that are actually doing the training. They'll take you step by step. So what I will do is give regular updates on, the first week, the second week, the third week. The the, the program is ongoing right now, and uh, you can't get in. But what you can do is you can get on the waiting list. So if you want to be on the waiting list of the one funnel away challenge, all you want to do is go to easysalesfunnel.com dot com slash the one funnel away challenge. I'll put the link in the comments below. And uh, if you have uh, any type of uh, you want to create any funnel or you're thinking of a business idea, or it's a uh, it's something that you feel you want to share, see if it's something that is viable, or if it's online, offline, if it's new or existing. whatever skills that you have that you think can be can help generate income. Uh, you can leave it uh, your response just share it with us if you don't have to share details just share whatever it is you want to share in the comment below and inshallah i'll get back to you and uh, once again if you want to be on the one funnel away challenge i'll be giving you updates so you really understand what the funnel is and what the one funnel away challenge has to offer so just go to easy sales dot com slash the one funnel away challenge to be on the waiting list the program is ongoing right now they're not taking any more but you can be on the waiting list and join the program when necessary start and i hope this has been beneficial if it has been beneficial to you and you know somebody else who can benefit i'll recommend that i'll encourage you to share this video with them and uh, don't forget to leave whatever comment of whatever business you have in mind or what you think of doing with this may allah put baraka in all that we do assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. As someone who has worked with uh, startup entrepreneurs and small businesses, I have come to realize that one of the main things startup entrepreneurs, especially struggle with, or that gives them a lot of uh, stress that they stress over is knowing if the business they're about to start will actually succeed. Um, many people, especially those who have tried for those who haven't tried anything before, they have this strong belief that yes, I've done my research, I've done all the market research, I have all the skills and gathered all the information that I need to get this to work and they have that confidence. But if you've been in this game for a while, you realize that sometimes or oftentimes, it's not the first, the second, the third, sometimes not even the tenth that works. So you're you're stressing over, will this be the one? And then if you are happen to be someone who the family depends on or is responsible has bills to pay or things like that you're you're scared you're 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 stressed over you need to know if this will be the business so you're kind of anxious and it's not a good place to be but at the same time a lot of people do go through it and I always tell people that, yes, the internet's got a lot of information there you can find it doesn't matter what information you're looking for. you can find something about it online, and that is a good thing at the same time. It's not such a good thing. Why am I saying this it's because there are so many experts out there who are putting things. For people, so if you want to start a business, Jerry, and you go online to te- to search for how to start a business, there are thousands and thousands of information on how to start a business. If you want to start an online business, equally the same. So the problem now is how does somebody who has no idea how to do this thing really be able to sift through what information will truly help them achieve what they're looking for? You know. So, at the end of the day, you have people going there, getting information, actually buying courses, just for, the, and they'll pay a lot of, of money, thousands of dollars, to get on these programs, to buy these courses, just for them to realize that at you, what they were selling to them were really outdated information. So, you find out that most people online, they go, they, only make money by selling information that they haven't tried information they don't know how to implement to people and explain telling them to go and implement to help them achieve their results so that's why for me i always always see the value it doesn't matter where you are at it's always important for you to be uh to to know what is going on and what is working within your uh the industry that you're in and inshallah in this podcast i hope to share with you where i am right now with my business what i'm currently doing and uh, maybe you can get one or two things that might be of benefit to where you currently are and what you're currently doing assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wa barakatuh my name is rail Mustafa Tiamu and this is startup hacking secrets alhamdulillah i started off uh my online marketing journey about six years ago, and I wanted to, I was, let me see, I was so obsessed with the idea of making residual income, and I, because I was frustrated with my job, I, I wanted something that gave me freedom, time and money freedom, so online marketing for me was something that I thought I, I could do. After going through and researching it, I just felt it's some a good place to start. Alhamdulillah, bela. I Let me mean, fast forward four years later, and uh, yeah, after my first two years, I started earning residual. Three, four years into that, I was happy with. Uh, I was earning considerable amount, and um, that was okay for me so it gave me the time and freedom to actually focus on other things like my the NGO I was working uh, on my own NGO that I was working with and other things within the community that I'm passionate about doing so but then it got to a stage I realized that okay I need to scale my business yes what I was earning was okay but okay won't do it There are a lot of other things that I needed an income that was more than okay to do. So uh, the only thing that comes to mind is now I need to scale up my business. So I thought to myself, since I was able to build it from nothing to where I am, all I needed to do was put in more work so I can get it to the next level. It's as simple as a simple equation. So I started doing that putting in more work, trying to build. What I do is I build affiliate sites and I and affiliate commissions. So the only thing that made sense was build more affiliate sites and get more commission. That was it. So I started building some, working on other affiliate sites. But then I realized that my income wasn't going up anymore. It was... In the more I was working, the less I was earning. And uh, that didn't make sense to me at first. So I thought, okay, I needed to do it maybe I, I had to change my get up to date with my SEO skills because all my traffic that I had were coming from were pure organic traffic that I worked with uh on my website, my did my SEO and I was able to get pure organic uh traffic coming to all my website, I didn't have to pay for any um, traffic to come to my website but then the new websites that were working on and then the old ones were also, the the, the income we were that were coming from the old ones were declining, they were were wearing as much and I was wondering what is happening, okay, let me do the SEO let me do this, let me do that, let me fix this, let me fix that, the more I was working, the less it, it wasn't, the impact was very minimal and I'm it got to a state I was becoming afraid. What is happening? You know, you're putting in a lot of work, but you're not seeing the results you expect. you were expecting to see. And that was kind of frustrating me and freaking me out. I was like, okay, what is happening now? Things are not working the way they used to. Have I lost the torch? Have I, you know, I started thinking a lot of thoughts, things just keep coming through my mind. But deep down I was really afraid and I was frustrated but then I had to. I work with people and uh, have to have to let them understand that. Okay, yes, everything is going on well. I'm just going through some things, my businesses, and inshallah things will get back to normal soon, and everything is fine. It continued like that until when uh, I realized that because normally my income comes from amazon they send me a check on a monthly basis google pays directly into my account on a monthly basis uh ebay partnership network pays into my paypal account and other affiliate sites to the uh, affiliate network that i work with and there was this month all of a sudden i didn't there was nothing that was going to come in from amazon and i'm like oh my god it wasn't as if. There was no income generated, but then it wasn't up to the threshold. So I wasn't going to get paid. So I had to even go reduce the threshold of so that they can keep sending in the check. So that was when I came to I came to the realization that if I don't do something drastic about my business, I am going to lose it. So I had to really start searching and I was looking at other people that I was following that I knew were doing extremely well in the industry to see what it was they were doing. What were they doing differently? What was the new thing? A lot of uh, softwares and trainings every day are being promoted. I can't keep buying all of them, but what was the common things among them that they were all doing? So that was what took me on the journey of finding out that most of these top guys weren't using the traditional websites anymore. They had them, but that was not the website they were using to promote their products and services. They had these two page like websites and that was all. There was no, information was not all over the place. There was just one single message that was on the website and it has just one single go. Get your email or get you to buy something. It was very direct and that was that. So then I realized, and they were actually letting us know from some of the train that the traditional website is dead. And I could attest to that. My traditional website were not working. They were in, most of them were in coma. They weren't working anymore. So I had to like, okay, if this is the new thing, I need to know about it. So my journey on, um, sales funnel because that is what this uh two page website are actually call they call called uh funnels and I came to the realization that if I want to keep going on this uh business I needed to understand how a funnel works. So I started my journey on learning about funnels. I did everything. The plan was to find out everything I care and about funnels so it was one thing leading to another and leading to another so i had to start trying my hands out to see how well i can build funnels i built about a couple of them didn't really work because my my i was stuck because i really wasn't too good at driving um uh what's it called at driving uh paid traffic My SEO was my thing. So again, I needed to learn how to drive paid traffic because I had to like put this thing on fast forward on steroids. So it gets results quickly. SEO normally takes time. So that was um, one of the things that I knew I had to do. So again, I started on that journey learning uh, how to do that, how to put things in place, but I focused mainly on learning how funnel works, so i was but then the problem that I had to that I had then was the fact that how do I convert my current site and make them into funnels because the problem with the, the thing I knew about funnels or the thing I was able to gather about foil it's the mm, best offer you, you should be able to come up with a very good offer to build a successful funnel. So the, and for me to be able to do that, I, I kind of, at least what I understood was I need to really understand the product, dig deep into it, understand it, what offer, understand the people behind it, uh, the markets, really understand the market, what they wanted and uh, things like that. My problem, though, was the websites that I have were just random, all over the place website. They were literally two affiliate sites. And yeah, they were doing, at least they achieved the goal. So it wasn't, they were not products I was passionate about or products that I knew so much about. I just did my research. Alhamdulillah, I was able to come out with the best in whatever field I just decided to go into create an affiliate website around it and then it start get affiliates, uh, sign up for affiliate programs and then that's it. So this time around it, it was becoming a bit more personal. I have to put my personality into this to make it work. And there was, it was no way I could do that with this product. So now I have to now start rethinking what else do I want to build the funnel around? And I had to come up with that decision and really understand that okay i it has to be for me to get this to work it will be something that i know and i'm passionate about which is helping small businesses grow online or helping people start up people who want to start up uh, an online business put their business online or turn their skills into income something that generates income online I need that was the things. These are things that I know, and that is what my four nails will be around. So anyhow, having done that, I still was learning because I have. I can't claim to be expert in four nails There, I had to test it out to see if it works for me before I finally now reach out and say, okay, the new thing out there is funnel and this is how. It works. Yes, I recommend I will talk about it and tell people and point you to where you can get the knowledge, but I wouldn't be talking about it as an authority because I was learning. I'm still learning. I've gained considerable knowledge, but I'm still on the journey, and which is where I am at right now. Um, having built Liz, learned to build funnel and built some funnels over time. I taught as and the the recommendation is Rasulullah encourages us to be the best, learn the best. I think it's even um, uh, a Quranic verse that we should be the best in whatever we do. So I needed to really understand if I'm going to do funnel, I also need to really understand it just the way, just like I understood affiliate marketing and things, and see how I can get, uh, start doing that better. So alhamdulillah that journey led me to what is called the One Funnel Away Challenge. And, uh, there were a lot of things going on with funnels, but one of, the, one of the reasons why I chose to go on the One Funnel Away Challenge was because the One Funnel Away Challenge was being, it was a challenge that was put out there by the king of Funnel himself. Russell Bronson. And I thought to myself, if I can get on Russell's training, I will do whatever I can to get on the training. So the first One Funnel Away Challenge was in September, October 2018. I registered to be on the challenge, but some way, somehow I could not complete the challenge. And that was mainly because of me not being able to go out of my comfort zone and do some of the things that I needed to do. So what, at the end of it all, I was behind, way behind on the challenge. And uh, when the challenge was a 30 days challenge, and when it came to an end, I really didn't, uh, I really didn't, I was, I was, since I was behind, I couldn't catch up. And once the training is off, it's off. And you, you either go, it wasn't fun doing it on your own because on the train, you have somebody pushing you, telling you what to do, how to do it, where to do it. But this time around, the training was the challenge was over and I was way behind. So I just thought, okay, maybe when next it comes out. So the next time uh the the funnel was out, I decided to join it. Alhamdulillah, I did. And now um one of the things that I knew from the last funnel is that I was I was I wasn't ready to move out of my comfort zone and that was why I had I was behind this time around inshallah I'm willing to I'm out of my comfort zone doing this is actually out of my comfort zone which is one of the things the Fordell will tell you teach you to do Doing uh, Facebook life is completely out of my comfort zone I think that was the first thing that put me into a shock how can I go and do Facebook life so for me I realized at the end of the day the, that you need to become the new you to get to the next level. So I, from the first, when I first built my, the first stage of my business, I I had all it I needed to become, to be able to build to that level. When I wanted to scale it up, I needed to become, to be a new person I need a new personality to move it to the next level which I didn't realize then I wanted to grow my business without actually growing me that is a conflict but alhamdulillah now I realize for me to grow my business I also have to grow and inshallah I'm willing to grow I'm taking the steps to grow and I hope that you have learned one or two things from what I have said and I pray that Allah put barakah in what I have said and make it beneficial for me that have said it and for you that you are listening uh, inshallah, I'll continue with my podcast on how to grow your business, give you secrets and hacks to starting a successful business the way I know it. And I pray Allah put barakah in what we do. JazakAllah khairan for listening to me. assalamu salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. na Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Hello everyone, Railu here. And this is Startup Hacking Secrets, where I share with uh, individuals who are trying to start up a business, imagine entrepreneurs, information, tips, tricks, uh, resources, uh, videos, trainings that they can use to um, build their business. Something that will take them away from, help them scale through all the information overload that is out there and put them in front of what will actually help them get the kind of results they desire. If you, you agree with me, there is so much out there telling you how to do this and how to do that. And unfortunately, most of this information are uh, outdated. So if you don't know what which one really works right now, you're going to fall victim of spending time and money on things that will not get you the results you want. So... With Startup Hacking Secrets, what I do is bring to you information that you will never, normally would not know about that I am using in my business or for, uh, entrepreneurs like myself that we work together are using and are getting results with. So inshallah, that is what uh, this is all about. And last, this is the second video I'm um, on this uh, series on how to start up a business and when I, the first one was about the difference between starting a business, having a business and having something that generates income. I thought there was need for me to explain that because uh, the core desire behind wanting to start a business is to start generating revenue. But if you follow the traditional way that is out there of how to start a business, it's very difficult for you to start making revenue in your very first year, talk less of uh, immediately in the next six months. And that this is why most businesses tend to fail within their very first two or five years. So inshallah, with the information I'll be sharing with you, you will be able to build a very good uh, foundation for your business. So last week, I started off by mentioning what you need to do to start generating income very quickly, which is you need a funnel. And like every other thing, there are a lot of 101, more than thousands of information out there telling you how a funnel, what a funnel is and how to build a funnel. I have gone through some of them, not most of them, but some of them. And the ones I've seen is just about the structure of the funnel. But it was this training that I, that I'm on. I've been on and I'm still on right now. And that was the one that I mentioned in my last video, which is the One Funnel Away Challenge. And the reason why I thought it was important for me to present this to you as the first uh, training I'm going to recommend in this series of videos that I'll be sharing with you is because, one, it helps the start uh, startup entrepreneur quickly start to generate revenue. It teaches you more of all the fundamental things you need to know about creating, building a funnel, and how you can quickly start generating revenue from that funnel. The other thing it does, apart from the fact that it is a 30-day training that takes you step by step, it actually shows you how to do almost everything that it's it it, it is telling you to do. So it shows you, takes you through the process. So it's not about somebody telling you, go do this. Rather, it's somebody not just telling you, but actually showing you how to do. So why is that good? It's good because if you're just starting out and you have no idea, you have no technical idea of what to do and how to do online thing, it shows you exactly what to do. So you don't have to go buy another software or uh, look for another video to teach you what to do. On that training, you learn what to do and you learn to do it there and there. Also, if you're already in business and you're thinking of scaling, it will also be beneficial because you look at the things that you normally would not think about, that normally don't come to mind when you're building a business. These are little little things, but will make uh will have a massive impact in your business. Uh, So these are the things they share with you. And another thing, the reason why I shared that uh, training, made it my very first training that I wanted to share with you, was because of the cost of that being on that training. The cost of registration is just mind-blowing. So it's very affordable for anyone who truly wants to start building something online, start generating revenue. And finally, the training is by guy that is referred to as the king of funnel himself, uh, Russell Brunson. So these are all the reasons why I taught the first thing to share with whoever is looking to start a business is this uh, one funnel away challenge. It will take you from zero to wherever you want to go. So, uh, and I did promise to give you a breakdown of the day to day training, not detailed but i'll just give you an overview so you really understand what you're getting once you get on the training the very first week of the training there was a pre-training week and then the uh, official start of the training the very first day what was talked about was offer hacking and what of offer uh, offer hacking excuse me Offer hacking is a process that allows you to understand what successful marketers are doing in the market and how they are doing it. You help you to identify successful market people in the market. You know, when you're starting out a business, people say go do market research. There are different ways of carrying out a market research. Most of them don't really give you the in-thing the in-depth thing that you want to know that will help you build your business. But this um, training will show you the key things that you need to look out for, which is who are the people, who who are the successful people on the market? What offer are they promoting? How are they delivering? In what form are they delivering the offer? And is their offer successful? And to do this, you want to look, one of the things that will be looked at is offer creation. And the concept of offer creation is one of the least understood, yet one of the most important things that you need to know. I'm sure the minute you... Once you hear the word offer, what comes to mind is the Amazon gift card, maybe the discount that you get or the coupon that you give out. But in this training, you understand the concept of or, um, offer creation in a whole different uh light. And this is what will set you apart from all other competitors in your market. So what people tend to do. When they want to start a business is to go create a product and then go looking for people to buy uh, customers to buy but you understand the reason why you need to first of all identify your customers before going to create a product and How you can identify your customers. So with offer creation, there are actually two phases The first phase to offer creation is for you to understand how the market works and you will learn the three core market, about the three core markets, which are the three as they refer to three core desires. These are the health markets, the wealth market, or and the relationship markets. So people, these are the the hottest markets you you can find. That's why they are the three core markets. And most often you're told to stay away from this market because you're very competitive. But when you understand how these markets work. You will have the confidence to go into this market and be able to break it down into sub and then niches. The reason why is because this is where people are and the place to get your customer from. You want to go to places where people are already buying things and now look for what to sell to them and sell to them rather than going to buy it. Create a product. Now start looking for people to buy from you. The market is here. All you need to do is be very creative, go in there, look, at, look for your own opportunity, create a product and come to sell back to the market. So why is this important? It is important for you to understand the market because this will give you the clarity of what to create. And then you are able to deliver on the promise that you make. So, irrespective of whatever product or service you're selling, you want to ensure that you are delivering one of those core markets through your product and service. And if you're you, this might not make sense to you, but let me just quickly explain what that means. Let's say you are in uh, you're in a market, what your your product is is women's uh, fashion. So, what you if you understand this concept, you will understand that what you're delivering is not women's fashion. Rather, you're either delivering health through women's fashion well or wealth through women's fashion or relationship through women's fashion. And sometimes your product will not naturally fit into any of these markets. What you want to do is you want to make your sales message fit into um, one of these markets. Because once your sales message is... Pitching one of these uh, three core markets, it becomes easy for people to pull out their wallet and buy from you because health, wealth, and relationship is what people want, not what you think they need, but it's what they want. And if you have a product for them, it's easier for the uh, for you to get them to buy from you. So ensure that your sales market makes a promise, uh, makes a promise, and your offer delivers on the promise. So. Um, in the training, you will learn how you can do this, which is really key. Again, these are information that you will not read from any other book or get from. I haven't gotten them from a lot of other places that I've been to. So this is why I think for me, this was really uh, an eye opener. And I thought I needed to share this with you first. One thing you want to know is that Whatever you're doing, you just want to focus on one market at a time. Never focus on two or three of the three core markets. You just want to be on, in one. If you're in health, be in health. If you're in wealth, be in wealth. And if you're in relationships, stay there. Because a confused mind will always say, no, if you want people to buy from you, don't give send out mixed messages. The next thing to creating an offer is for you to sell what people are already buying so find what people find out what people are selling in your market and then sell to people uh also look for that create your product around that and sell to people because what you want to do is to sell what people are already buying you don't want to bring something out of the uh something completely new you don't want to be a pioneer you just want to see what people are doing and then sell so if you think this is something that you want to do, which I would strongly recommend, especially, especially if you're just starting out and you want to put the right foot forward, or if you have a business and your business, yes, you have uh, achieved some success, but you want to scale your business. You want to like 10x your, your success. You want to be on the One Funnel Away Challenge. It is for every single person. It doesn't matter what level you are at. One Funnel Away Challenge is for you. And for you to get on the challenge, it is registration is now open. You go to easysalesfunnel.com slash the One Funnel Away Challenge. Registration is opened right now because the next challenge is starting on the 25th of February 2019. The registration fee is a hundred dollars, which, anyway, let me not stress that is a hundred dollars. I'm sure if you have been in this game for a long time, you understand what that means. When I say the registration fee is a hundred dollar, it is a giveaway. So don't miss this opportunity. It's a thirty days step by step, day by day training, it gives you the opportunity to look over the shoulder of the king of funnel, see him and his team creating funnel. In real life funnel that converts. They will teach you how to put every little structure that goes into creating a successful funnel. Teach you how to create a funnel and show you how to drive traffic to your funnel so that you can start making generating income at asap. So if that makes sense to you or if you've learned something new, I will appreciate it if you comment below. With a yes and if you haven't learned anything new still okay go comment with a no below and uh, if there's something you think I sh- you wanted to know about funnel or you wanted to find out about the course just ask the question and inshallah i'll, I'll, I'll respond to you and uh, if you think this was beneficial you want to me because i'm going to run through all uh, the 30 days just do a short introduction to the day-by-day training and if you want to get the full uh, training, just subscribe to this channel. And uh, when next I release my video, the next video, you get uh, notified. And also share this with... I uh, will appreciate it if you are able to share it with anybody who you think needs to hear this. And I pray that Allah Put Baraka in all that we do. And show us um, uh, guidance and uh, uh, put success in all that we do. Jazakum akum for listening and for watching this uh salaamu alaikum wara rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.